Welcome to the Females on Fire podcast, where you'll get the tools you need to master your money, marketing, and your motivation. I'm your host, Haley Luckadoo, the money and marketing coach, motivational speaker, and huge Dr. Pepper lover who is on a mission to connect you with women who are incredible at what they do with the hope that you will leave inspired, educated, and motivated to create the life that sets your soul on fire. This episode is sponsored by edX, the trusted platform for learning founded by Harvard and MIT. If you want top quality university education and endless opportunities to explore, but want to learn on your own terms, online at your own pace, and at a price that fits in your budget, then edX is for you. Learn crucial skills you need for business and marketing, or choose to improve your writing, speaking, or leadership skills. Whatever you choose, it will fit perfectly in your busy schedule, and you can show off your new knowledge with a verified certificate. I have already gained so many skills from these courses, and I want you to have the same opportunity. So head over to edx.org slash females, that's E-D-X dot O-R-G slash females for an exclusive discount. With over 2,800 courses to choose from, the knowledge you've always wanted is just a click away. So grab your discount, sign up for edX, and start exploring all the opportunities at your fingertips. Welcome back, ladies. If you are in business and you are just super frustrated with the amount of time that you have to spend working one-on-one with clients, you're just exhausted because in order for your business to scale, it means you need more time from you. If you are just sick of the models and strategies that you've been using so far and you're not sure where to turn, This episode is for you and you are going to love it. Today, I am talking with Haley Burkhead and Haley is the creator of Recurring Profit and the host of The Scalability Show. She's also a fellow Haley, so there's going to be two of us today, which is super exciting for me. And she specializes in using sales psychology to help entrepreneurs phase out their clients. Did you know that that was a thing that you could do? And create 10K evergreen months with a course or membership site. After Haley watched others deal with that live launch exhaustion and the endless opt-in and content cycle and not really get any revenue in return, she decided to create a different strategy that doesn't rely on Facebook ads, a big warm audience, or live launching to attract leads. Her approach now helps thousands of entrepreneurs normalize and achieve big numbers for their business. And that's what she's going to talk about today. This is literally free advice from Haley on how you can also phase out your clients and how you can use this strategy that she has to actually grow and scale your business without all of that exhaustion and constantly creating content. And Haley is the queen of this and the queen of scaling. So I know you're going to love her. The conversation was so good and I'm so excited for you to hear it. So 
here we go. Let me introduce you to Haley Burkhead. Hello to a fellow Haley. Thank you so much for joining me on the show. I'm so excited. Yes, I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much. Yes, so so excited to have you. I think this is going to be such a good episode. Mm-hmm. And I always love getting to talk to a fellow Haley, so that's exciting. <laughs> Can you, first and foremost, before we dive into all the good juicy stuff, tell us a little bit about you and definitely your story of how you got into business? Yes. So I started with $12 in my business bank account right after I quit my job. Most people would say, why did you quit your job when you only had $12? (laughs) I had an insanely uh, optimistic view on how this business would go. Uh, But it was great because I started with that $12. I did not have an email list, zero people on my email list, didn't have cash for ads, obviously. And I went from that to $36,000 a month in six months with one $47 a month membership site. And that was the start to this business. It has been absolutely amazing. I'm so, so, so passionate about showing entrepreneurs that really want to go all in on the course or membership site model um, that you can actually... I mean, blow up, like scale so fast without wasting money on expensive Facebook ads and without having PTSD from live launching, um, without having to sell to your audience over and over and over again, feeling like you're slapping them in the face with buy, buy, buy my stuff because that's the only way you're making money. You know, I want to really show entrepreneurs like you can fuel your business on cold, free leads, which means free, you don't have to pay for them and cold, meaning they have not met you yet. So it is so, so, so amazing when um, you can fuel your business on something that doesn't rely on ads, live launching or your audience. I love that. I think that my favorite part of that whole thing is just the no Facebook ads part, because I feel like every single time we look up launch strategies or we listen to like, you know, big course creators and influencers talk about launch strategies. It always involves ads. Always. And you know, they say, well, why wouldn't you spend a dollar if you make $2 back? That logic makes so much sense. And I totally agree. I run ads, but let me tell you, I didn't when I was going from $12 to $36,000 because I didn't have enough cash to do it in order for it to get to you to where you have a dollar in to get $2 out. You either need to hire someone that's three to $4,000 a month to run the ads for you, or you have to do an insane amount of learning and testing when testing involves money, all these things. It didn't logically make sense with me. It didn't click in my brain. And it didn't click for people that aren't Facebook ads experts, but all these experts in Facebook ads were saying, oh, it's easy. It's like, yeah, it's easy because you're a Facebook ads expert, but I am not. You know, it just, it didn't, it did not make sense. So, um, what I tell people to do is get to 10K months off cold free leads. Then you have the option to run ads because um, I've, I've been in other programs or my, my recurring profit students have been in other programs before that have taught them to run ads. And they said, it literally feels like every time I get $100, I literally have to give it to Facebook and cross my fingers. And it's like rolling a dice. So they have ma- massive cash flow issues because if you're getting a dollar and you're immediately having to give it to Facebook in order to keep making money, that does not sound like a fun business to create, you know? And that's what it's all about. It's like, is your business fun? Do you have a business that you love running? And Facebook ads, I never wanted to rely on Facebook ads for the massive growth I wanted. I love this. I love how fired up you are already. (laughs) 
I know I am. I'm so passionate. Love it. I love it so much. Oh my gosh. Yeah. But that's exactly how I feel about it. I hate Facebook ads are the bane of my existence. Like I hate it so much. And I got to the point where I was like, anything I was launching, I just was like, screw it. I'm not doing Facebook ads. I have no interest. I don't care what the big course creators are saying because it is, it's so much money starting out with that testing and trying to hire somebody and all of that stuff and trying to do it yourself. Like it's possible, but it's like you said, it's a ton of work and a ton of research and it is exhausting. So I love this. I love the message that you're kind of sharing because I feel like, especially with my listeners, we have a lot of people who maybe would love to dip their toes into creating a course or a membership, but haven't done it yet because they're like, well, I don't even know what that would entail. That sounds like a lot of Facebook ads. I don't know how to even get started. Like, can that really make me money? You know, all of those things. So I love Mm -hmm. that you're kind of shifting that narrative and saying, Hey, it doesn't have to be this big, complicated, expensive thing where you warm up leads for, you know, five years before you try to get them to buy your $99 course. Like it doesn't have to be that way. Oh my gosh. The (laughs) warm up Haley. I, this frustrates me so much. You know how frustrating is, do you know how, you do know how much of a waste of time a weekly newsletter is? (laughs) I mean, oh my goodness. It's, it's all this warm up. It's like most course creators are teaching other course creators or future course creators to go put out a bunch of opt-ins and then you get all these email addresses and then you keep them on a weekly newsletter. But that, it seems so illogical. It's like that that goes against every law of nature. It's like, let's run our businesses off of the law of momentum, which means when someone finds you, they are most likely to buy within the first 24 hours from you. So if you do not have an evergreen sales machine up and running, you are missing out on so many people. When people want a result, they're not going to wait to get that result on your time. They want a result when they want the result, right? So if you are not, if you don't have your program open or if you don't have a way for them to buy in a strategic way, they're going to go to someone else. They don't want to sit on a weekly newsletter for two months and get an email every week of some fluffy value or sending them to your latest content piece that might or might not even, you know, tempt them to click. Like they don't want that. They just, most people want to actually buy from you. I think a lot of us feel guilty for selling. We're like, Oh, I don't want anyone to have to spend money to access what's in my brain. Most people want that. They're like, where can I buy? Where is the course? Don't waste my time with all this fluff and all the gates that you have in front of me to even learn how to buy from you. Right? So I think what most people are building is this thing that I like to call the time sucking business. So the time-sucking business relies on your time and your energy to run and create money, create profit. So what I want everyone to do is ditch the time-sucking business and create a magnetic business. So a magnetic business has three parts. So one, there's the magnet. So the magnet pulls in those cold, free leads. So it pulls in those cold, free leads for you. And I like to build a magnet and I do this in my current profit students. So it's actually built with attraction sales psychology. I love sales psychology guys. I'm obsessed with it. So this magnet is built with attraction sales psychology, right? So it's, it's like, yeah, we're getting all these people. Well, then the magnet sends them to imagine like this gear, like this machine, it sends it to an evergreen sales machine. So what this means is that an evergreen means that it's running all the time. 
and it's completely automated. And then the machine part of it is because it is literally like switching an on switch and it's on. It's evergreen. It's amazing. It's, it's kind of like magic without having to wear the wizard's hat. <laughs> it is incredible. And this evergreen sales machine is not built with scare fear tactics. Like I'm sure we've all seen those scary timers that are like saying, you should buy now, you should buy now. Or like, you feel like a, like a, ugh, like a, a car salesman kind of, you know, we don't want those. We want this evergreen sales machine to be a fun, engaging experience for every single person that comes through it to where at the end, it is an easy yes. If they are the right person and they want that specific result, it is an easy yes for them. And then that evergreen sales machine leads to, imagine like the emoji with the party hat on its head. That's how I envision this. Because it's like you are getting new smiling paying students every single day added to your course or membership site. So that's what I like to call the magnetic business. That's how I set it up. And it is so simple. It is a breath of fresh air compared to the live launching, the expensive ads, or even client work. Like, let's be honest, like all these client projects, I mean, if you are a service-based business, then the, your business is this equation. You equals money, right? So if the money goes up, you have to go up too, because that fulfills the you equals money equation. What I want to, if, if you, and some people love that. And if you love it, you stick with that. But there are some people that I've talked to that don't like that equation. They are so exhausted. I mean, they're like getting boxers or text messages or Slack messages at 11 PM at night and their partners rolling their eyes and looking at them and saying, are you still working? And, and they have to say yes, because they are, and it's, it's shameful, and they feel guilty, and they feel like they're not balancing their work and life. So what I like to say is instead of having the U equals money equation, why don't we replace that with the U equals offer equation? Because your offer can go up, but you don't have to. And that, that is what, um, that's what I want to help people do. I love this. Oh my gosh. So there's so much of that. I want to like dive into, <laughs> I think, first of all, you hit the nail on the head when you said that about, I think we're like, we feel guilty selling because yeah. I feel like that's what I hear the most often from, especially my audience, but just, you know, people in business in general. And I, I feel like it's even more so when it's from women, I don't know why, but I feel like we just feel super guilty, like trying to sell our thing. And we feel like we have to push it so much harder. And then we hear this from the big course creators and the big influencers. They're like, Oh, you need to warm up these leads for like a million freaking years. And I like, I love my email list, but I'll admit, like I use it more for like, Hey, if you want to follow me and see what I'm like involved in and what content I'm producing, then that's a great way to do it. I have other methods that I prefer to use when it comes to really like selling something. And so, but I do, I think so many people follow the advice of these really big influencers and they're like, oh, okay. If I want to launch this course that I have now created and it's ready to go, I need to spend six solid months growing my email list first and then sp spend six months warming up those people on my email list. And then I can launch this course. No, you have the course ready now. Like, go ahead and launch it now. It makes no sense. Yes. I feel sick about that. Just like hearing you say that. Yeah. I mean, it, it's I crazy. like that you said they're teaching you. I like wrote this down because I love that so much. You said, I need to warm up these leads for a million years before I pitch. Uh, 
yeah, that's what people are doing. It's like, we're wasting so much time, exactly. so much time, like instead of warming them up. So people buy when they believe three things. Okay. And this is how I do all my marketing. Um, they believe one in you, two in your offer and three in themselves. If you can get them to believe in those three things, they will buy. So what most marketers are teaching is for them to believe in you. And then you want, when you launch, they believe in the offer. But what if we could get them to believe in you within 15 seconds, you automate them believing in the offer in themselves, and then they buy, right? So it's, it's a much simpler way to run business. And now you're automating switching their beliefs over to buying from you. Yes. Yes. And you know, I, I understand like, if that's what you want to do, if you really want to be confident in these like warm leads and whatever, kind of like you said, if you love working with clients, like stick with it. If you've got something yeah. that you feel like yeah. works, stick with it. But if you feel like you're constantly frustrated by having to waste so much time on warming up leads and like letting them get to know you and doing all of these things. Like in my opinion, that's what really great copy on your website is for. Like they can go to my about mm. page. They can get to know me if that's how they want to get to know me. Like you can follow me on Instagram and see what I'm up to if you want to get to know me. But I don't think you're here because you really want to get to know me. I think you're here because I have something that I offer that you want. And yeah, that's, I, I totally agree with you. That's the kind of like mindset that you've got to create for your potential buyer is, Hey, you can stick around and get to know me later if you want to, but you're here because I have something you want and I'm going to sell it to you now instead of making you wait a year. Yep. Oh yeah. I think you with the nail on the head. Love it. Oh, I love it so much. So let's dive in. You, you mentioned phasing out your clients. So let's talk about what that process actually looks like. So I love how you just said, let's dive in. It's like, okay, guys, this was just a warm up. Get I ready. Know. We're just now diving in. Started Are you say, prepared? Brace yourself. Yeah, I started to say, let's dive into the process, but then I kind of rephrased in the middle of it. But yeah, well, is, I just, I thought that was so funny. I'm like, totally imagine, like, this is a warm up. Let's go. Now we're going to actually get into the real passion <laughs> and the real advice. Like, no, it's, it's been amazing already, but tell, so tell my audience, like what, what's the starting point? So let's say we've got somebody who doesn't have a course. They don't have a membership. They literally don't even know where to start. What is this yeah. process, especially if they're currently working with clients, what is this process of actually phasing those clients out and creating a mm. course or membership or some kind of passive income? What does that look like? Oh, Okay. You were this question so well. Okay. So <laughs> this is, what, thank you for doing that. So let's say like, let's say your name is Stacy. Okay. So Stacy, Stacy, you have this amazing idea and you have this secret sauce that lives in your brain and you have this idea like, Ooh, what if I could teach people how to create a, um, what if I could teach people how to have their baby sleep through the night? Okay. Cause you're really good at that and you have this whole system and, and that's what people ask you all the time. And, and that's what you want to teach people. Okay. So it's a secret sauce that you have that you might not feel like you're currently an expert at, but everyone asks you about it and, and you're getting results for people. And I just want to say an expert gets results for people. So if you don't feel like an expert, don't make your decision off of 
what you feel like. Okay. Make your decision off of, can you get results for people? So that's one thing. Okay. So you have the secret sauce. I want you to clearly define what result do I want to help people get? So I want to help people um, have their kid fall asleep through the night so they can actually get sleep or whatever. Okay. I'm not a mom, but I can't even imagine. So that is one. Number two, now that you have the result, you need to choose. Do I want to have a course or a membership site? Which one should I go all in on? This is how I explain it to people. A lot of people right now online, they make it so freaking confusing. It literally comes down to two things. Okay. One, do you want a community? If you do not want a community, go ahead and get a decide a course right now because usually a community is expected with a membership site. Okay. So there's one question. If the answer is you do want a community, then go to question number two. So question number two is which pricing model feels the best to you? I'm going to explain both and then I'm going to explain how the back end structure looks like. Okay. So let's see. Let's explain course. So a course is usually one set price attached with a payment plan. So let's say $4.97 or $9.97, right? With a payment plan that's usually anywhere from three, six, or 12 months. There's so many options here, but that's a course. You get one set price with a payment plan option. A membership site is more subscription pricing. So it's like, let's say $47 a month, $97 a month, and they're subscribing to pay month after month after month. So you can create recurring profit with either because your payment plans with the course will be going in, in and out, in and out, in and out. So you will have the payment plans coming in or with your membership site, that subscription payment will be going in. So you can create recurring profit with either. It just depends on what feels best to you because the back end of a course and the back end of a membership site can actually look the exact same. And that blows people's mind because people think, oh, with a course, I can't have a community. With the course, I can't actually talk to my people. That's false. And then people also think with a membership site, oh, I have to add brand new content every single month in order for people to keep paying me. That's also false. That's actually overwhelming and confusing and you'll actually have more cancellations. So, and it's gonna overwhelm the heck out of you and you're gonna be so exhausted. You're gonna be overworking yourself for literally no reason. So that's false too. So what this could look like is you have, let's, let's imagine new student coming in, right? And then an arrow that leads to your program content. Your program content is what's actually getting them the result here. And then that leads to the result. So your program content. Now, let's imagine there's two lines coming out of the program content. Those two lines lead to community and live coaching calls. I think that's as simple as we can keep it. So with the course, you are not expected to do either a community or live coaching calls, but it's an option. With a membership site, you are expected typically to have a community and then the live coaching calls can replace the monthly content that you've been told to create. So instead of having brand new content every month, why don't we have live coaching calls that actually help them go deeper in the content and get results faster? Because what your students don't need is more content. What your students need are quicker results. So that's what we can use that live coaching for. So I hope that makes sense and you can kind of get a good feeling of, oh, do I want a course or a membership site? Because they are very similar as you can see. You can make them look the exact same way, but you have more options with a the course. There's less expected with a course, but that doesn't mean you can't also have a community and live coaching calls for the course. So it's really what pricing structure fits best with you. So number one, 
choose what result you want based on your secret sauce. Number two, decide if you want to go all in on a course or membership site and know that the decision is not permanent. You can actually change this if you want. I changed it eight months in. It's no big deal. Literally just a few tweaks. It's not a big deal. Okay. Then number three, you need to get paid without content being created. I call this the beta cash flow formula. This is super important. So many people want to have their program already created before they sell. I actually don't think this is a strategic. We had someone in recurring profit go from idea to 70 new members within four weeks and her evergreen sales machine up at the end. And it's because we're strategic with our time. It doesn't mean she worked more to make that happen because her husband was gone on active duty. She's the military wife. She has three sons and it was in the middle of a pandemic. And she still went from idea to 70 members in her membership site within four weeks. So you can do this. We just have to be strategic. So this is part of that strategy of being strategic. So this is the beta cash flow formula where it's simple. One, you collect founding members for your course or membership site for just the idea. You sell them on the idea. Number two, once you've collected that money, two, you, you actually create the content with them. So what I did back in the day, I got on Facebook Live in a private Facebook group, and I recorded the lessons live for them. I took that live recording, and I put that inside of their portal in Kajabi. That's it. I mean, that, it was that simple of creating a program. Then I slapped survey links below each of the videos and they told me what was confusing, what wasn't, what helped them, how they would pivot it, what they want more. And then I built the program custom to the feedback, the people that were actually paying me because that's what matters is, is this program built for you the way you want it or the way they want it? And I decided that I wanted to build a program the way they wanted it. And it was quicker. Because while I'm doing this, I am then creating my webinar. I get the evergreen sales machine up. And then we have that magnetic business I was talking about before where you're just sending people new every single, you're, you're sending new members, paying members to your membership or course every single day, which is the goal here. So that's kind of how I would lay it out. Um, I hope, I know that was like a lot. I hope that wasn't overwhelming. No, it's good. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, don't apologize. It's so good. Good. I, I love how you broke it down because it made it, so much easier than a Google Good. search to figure out which one's right for you, of course, our membership. Yes. And I think that's a really good starting place for our listeners who have not like gotten into that world of mm -hmm. passive income at all. And I also love that you kind of started out by saying, you know, what is it that everybody's asking you to do? Like, what is it that they're mm -hmm. coming to you for? Because I feel like so often, especially like, this seems to happen even more within like certain industries, but I feel like so often with like creative type of entrepreneurs, they feel like the only way they can make passive income at all, or if they were going to make a course or a membership or anything like that, they have to do something that's like really, really popular right now, Yeah, which means that they're seeing everyone else do it. And not that that's not necessarily going to work. If you have a decent audience and they still need that thing, then that's fine if that's what you want to create. But if you've got people asking you for something totally different, then you're probably not going to sell much of that course or membership because it's like you said, you built it for you. You built it because of the popularity that you saw someone else having with mm -hmm. that particular like topic or idea. And so I love that you mentioned like 
the mom who, which I'm not a mom, I don't get it either, but, um, <laughs> the mom who like gets her baby to sleep through the night, like that's mm -hmm. something you wouldn't even necessarily think could be a course, but it totally could. And yeah. like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm kind of in that boat where I literally think you could make a course or a membership out of absolutely anything. Yeah. And not only is it surprising, that's a course, like that could be a $20 million course. Yes. And I, think, I, I want entrepreneurs to start thinking bigger. Not that you have to have a million dollar business, but I want us to think like, Ooh, instead of asking, Ooh, could I do that? Ask yourself, how big do I want to make this? And it's yes. such a different question to ask yourself. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh yeah. Like reframing that, that mindset, reframing that narrative makes all the difference in the world. Because I mean, if you really think about it, like what's stopping you? Okay. Like you try it. Let's say that it does flop. Let's say that it sucks and nobody signs up. Okay. Well, if you did this whole model where you got founding members and you were building it around what they wanted. Okay. If you didn't get any founding mem members to sign up, Mm -hmm. Fine. Now, now you didn't waste your time on anything. You're not out any money in Facebook ads. Like you really yep. haven't lost anything by trying it. So why not? Because most of the time, if it is an idea that you're like, oh, well, I don't know if that would sell because I've never seen anything like it. And that seems like it would be kind of a weird course or a weird membership or something. I mean, if you haven't seen it, then odds are there's somebody out there struggling with it who doesn't have a resource to turn to. You could be that resource. Exactly. I, I love that. Yeah. I mean, it just, oh, I love this conversation because I, I always love anything that can like reframe your narrative and like make mm -hmm. you look at something differently. I, I saw a quote, like, a couple of years ago. And I don't actually like remember where I saw it. I don't even remember how it was worded now, but it was basically like, if you feel stuck or you feel like you like, don't know how to do something, it's because you're looking at it from the wrong perspective. And mm -hmm. that, that, like that really sat with me. And that sat with me for so many years, because every time now that I get to a place where I'm like, huh, I don't know what to do, or I don't know how I'm going to fix this, or I don't know whatever. I'm constantly just like, oh, it's because I've hit a wall and I'm looking at it from the wrong perspective. So mm -hmm. that's when I start to dive into research. That's when I start diving into what my audience is saying. That's when I start asking the opinions of other people. And I think I'm one of those people that I think the opinions of other people can be dangerous if you don't like wield it well, like you yep. should, but, but bringing it in when you want to bring it in and using that to your advantage, I think is very, very possible. I don't think you necessarily have to be like weighed down by other people's opinions, but I do think that you can use them to your advantage. So I, I love that, like just shifting the narrative and looking at it from a different perspective and saying, okay, like how big do I want to make this? Because it's very mm -hmm. possible that I could do whatever I wanted with it. Yeah. I mean, we're all speaking into existence what we want in this life. And if you are telling yourself, can I do this? You're speaking into existence. I mean, you're not speaking any great things into existence. You're questioning how great you are. You're questioning what's possible for you. It's like, instead of questioning what's possible for you, let's definitely question something else. I think a lot of us, and this is what I have learned, especially, you know, whenever you grow your business, especially whenever you grow fast, your business can only grow as fast as you grow yourself. So I've had to do a lot of growing myself and a lot of like reflection and, and really learning how I'm talking to myself and how I'm speaking to myself because there's like always this like little person in our brain 
that isn't very nice to us. And I'm sure you have that person in your brain too. I mean, you, it's, oh, it's the, when you're driving home from work and you remember one embarrassing thing you did and someone looked at you weird and then you start shaming yourself because you're like, you're an idiot. You don't fit in. You, like that's that person just like starts talking to you. Um, that's what kind of happens with a business is a lot of us start, if we don't slow down enough to really analyze these thoughts or what's being talked to, told to us, then we can't address them. And when I really started slowing down, I started looking at some of the language I was using myself and some of the questions I was asking myself were very poor and very low quality. So whenever I slowed down and I started writing down some of the things that popped up in my head, when I wrote it down, as like, oh, wow, I'm asking myself, can I do this? And then I said, how can I replace that? And then I replaced it with, how can I create $50,000 a month in six months? Instead of can I create $50,000, I made it even more specific. I added a time frame on it. And then I said how instead of can, because I know I can do anything. It's how. Yes. And, and that's a good switch. Oh my gosh. Yes. Oh, this is so good. So good. Yeah. That's super accurate. I think, I, I think that's the problem. I think it's just literally people feeling like, oh, well, it has to fit into the industry. Well, it has to be like approved by the Instagram influencers, you know, like we, we care <laughs> yes. so much about what they say. Like, you know, we all have these big, like, I won't name names, but we all have these big, like speakers and course creators and influencers that we follow and we hang on their advice. Mm -hmm. And I'm guilty of it. I'm not saying I'm not like I, I follow them. I see what they're up to. I listen to the advice. I've bought the courses. I've done all the things, but I think at the end of the day, you've got to remember that they are people and they went through everything that you're currently going through with trying to figure out what strategy works and what strategy doesn't. And then they just happen to make a lot of money and now they can afford to dish out no offense, but rather low quality advice because it's the simple, like, Oh, here's the basic, like one, two, three step process to do this. And this is the way I do it. Therefore it's the way you should do it. And the truth is just because it's the way a big Instagram influencer does it doesn't mean it's going to work for you, especially if you don't have their kind of pocket change. That's true. That's very true. It's like, um, for, for instance, so a lot of people that are teaching email marketing right now, okay, mm -hmm. well, they made so much money on email marketing, right? And it's because they started way back in the day and they had all this time when you actually look at their business, they, they were great at email marketing. They got email lists, but their revenue didn't start until their email list was like over 10,000, 20,000, right? So right. that was a strategy that yes, it worked. It technically worked. But when you actually look at that, you're like, okay, one, you started this seven years ago and it's today. So that, I mean, our industry changes so fast. Another thing you have to look at is, is what does their team size look like now? And is the strategy built on where their business is currently at or where they first started? Because when I started looking at that and questioning this, what I realized was, I don't want to spend three months of my time creating a freebie for every single podcast episode and being able to lead them to nothing because I didn't even create my product. I was so busy on building my email list. You right. know, like people say, build your email list before you even create an offer. 
whoa, no, no, no. Their business is about making money. Like money is the auction of a business. If you don't make money, you die, period. End of story. Like, so yeah, I definitely, definitely question, listen. And, and I want everyone to even question me. Like I am so big on, and I have custom DM conversations with most people before they even buy anything from me. Because if you are not a good fit for one of my programs, I will tell you and go point you in a different direction. Like I refuse to just add people to my program because it's a one size fits all. It's not. If you want to go all in on Facebook ads and never have cold free leads, I will tell you a Facebook ads program to get into because I'm not going to teach you all the copy and creative for Facebook ads. I'm going to teach you the strategy and the system behind Facebook ads so you can get 20 cent leads. But I'm not, you know what I'm saying? Like I, I want to make sure that everyone is in the right place. Like if you want to go all in on live launching, do not learn from me because I hate live launching. I'm not going to tell you to live launch. I'm going to tell you live launch once you're going evergreen. You're never live launching again. So I'm not for everyone, but a lot of these one size fits all approaches need to be questioned because business is not a one size fits all strategy. Oh, yes. Oh my gosh. That was so good. That was, that gave me chills. That gave me chills. Oh, oh my gosh. Business is not a one size fits all strategy. I love that so much. I'm going to write that down because that's so freaking good. But you did, you hit the nail on the head. Like that's just it. When we hear from these big time influencers, we don't question it. We're like, oh, they have a million dollar business or a multi-million dollar business. So they know what they're talking about. Right. The truth is, I mean, this conversation you and I are having, it's not going to work for everybody. It can't possibly work for everybody. Some people love their clients too much. They love that, that real serious, like one-on-one I'm focusing in on one project right now type of thing. And they love running their business that way. Like that's fine. There's absolutely nothing wrong with that. So Mm -hmm. you should question everything. And I mean, especially it's like you said, the industry is always changing. You know, I, I literally look at there's Instagram influencers who that's what they sell. They sell Instagram advice and Mm -hmm. it's like how to get more followers, how to get more engagement. Like come check out this Instagram course that I have and learn how to really do Instagram because I built my business this way. Except if you look, they got to like hundreds of thousands of followers back in like 2015. And I think even if you don't know much about Instagram, you know, it's an entirely different world. If you're trying to grow now versus trying to grow back in 2015, like it's totally different. And so they're selling what's now dated advice. That's not going to work. And they're so big on Instagram that they get, you know, hundreds of thousands of likes within an hour of posting a photo because they've got that whole large audience already. And so you're buying into nothing. You're buying into advice that, yeah, maybe it'll work, but it could just be a coincidence that it actually works now. You don't actually even know. So I love this idea of it, like questioning everything. And, you know, it doesn't even have to be a big time influencer. You really just need to question everything because your business is your business. And it's like you said, at the end of the day, it's got to make money or you're not Mm going to be in business tomorrow and none of this is going to matter. So you've got to be willing to question every single thing and say, is this actually the right approach for me? It doesn't matter if it was the right approach for them. It's got to matter for you. 
like if we're going to step away from our partner and our kids and work, we got to make sure that it creates profit, not just, yes. Oh, I got five more Instagram followers today and I spent three hours. Like it just, that doesn't, doesn't matter. And, and whenever you're actually looking at programs to buy, this is something, cause I know we have the whole thing, like the course graveyard and stuff going on right now. Um, I would definitely say this is my advice is when you buy a program, you buy a skill. What skills do you actually need to build your dream business? Like, just think about it. What skills do you actually need? Only buy those skills. That's yes. it. Oh my then gosh, if it yeah. falls out of your wheelhouse, like if you see a Pinterest program pop up, well, guess what? You don't need Pinterest. I can't even tell you how many of my recurring profit students is like, I teach people to go evergreen, right? So you go evergreen. Then I teach them ads, cold free leads, summit sponsorships, podcast ads, all that kind of stuff. So I get people to 83 K months with an evergreen sales machine. So that is a skill, right? But then I see people in my program, they're like shiny object syndrome. I just watched this Pinterest webinar and they said, I do Pinterest. And like, what if I led them to the leads of the webinar? I'm like, eh, let's not do that. And, and then we actually break down the math. I'll get down and I'll actually break down the math of all the time they would have lost if they deviate away from their strategy, their initial strategy. And what do you know? They're 20K months the next month because they didn't do it. But they would have missed out on $20,000 if they would have completely distracted themselves for this brand new vision. Like entrepreneurs, we tend to be a little bit squirrely, like squirrel, squirrel, yep. squirrel <laughs> you know? And, but that, that's who we are. Like that's not a bad thing. It's something to celebrate. That's what makes us amazing, but it's also something to just like be aware of and keep in check at all times, you know? Absolutely. Yeah. And see, that's, that was a perfect example too, because like for me, I sell everything on Pinterest. Like that's my main yeah. thing, but it does not work for everybody. And like totally. years ago, when I first started coaching, I would try to like, you know, get my clients on Pinterest and sometimes it would work and sometimes it wouldn't. And that was, like I said, years ago when I was still kind of learning like, Hey, these strategies don't actually just work for everybody. And I mean, that's that you just hit the nail on the head. That's exactly the point. Like here's you saying, Hey, my, my students don't need to be on Pinterest because we're building this big, amazing thing through this evergreen sales machine. And I'm over here like, well, I freaking love Pinterest. It's my best seller, but I'm not going to run Facebook ads to save my life. And Stacy over here might master Facebook ads and be amazing at Facebook ads and it's her main seller. So we're all different and that's totally fine. But the fact that we're all different means that our business strategies are all going to be different. So you've got to stop looking at those Instagram influencers and these big course creators who are practically worshiped Mm -hmm. for their advice because their advice is only going to work for a small handful of people. So I love this. Agreed. Agreed. I love this Haley. Yeah. Love totally. it. Oh my gosh. I feel like we could sit here and just like <laughs> go on and on about this all day, but I'll, I'll, I'll put an end to it here, but you know, who knows? We, we could literally talk about this all day long. We oh my could, gosh. we could. <laughs> all right. Well, this has been amazing. I think there's mm -hmm. so much just like good, juicy quality stuff here for them to get started with phasing out their clients. Right. If that's something they feel like they're interested in and would really work for their business. So I'm super excited about that. But since it is the end of the episode, I want to dive into a quick little lightning round that I love to do to close out the show. If yes. you're ready, let's do it. I'm ready. Let's do it. All right. First and foremost, what does your morning routine look like? 
Oh, 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 oh. I love this one so much. Okay. So <laughs> I wake up, I wake up around five or five 30 in the morning because I go to bed at nine. I go to bed like eight 30 or nine. I am a grandma. I know. Oh, you're and one of those. <laughs> yeah. I I'm one of those. Um, but I start out my day with math meditation. So I actually map out my five year, three year, one year goal with math. And Very I map cool. out all the same numbers every single morning. And then I'll do five minutes of meditation. And I will visualize what those numbers look like when I've achieved that goal. So that is something that I do every single morning. I get to my office at around 6.30ish, 6, 6.30ish. And then I, I map out for two hours. I will just sit there and map out the rest of the day for my entire team. I love that. Ooh, mm-hmm. so good. So good. So productive. See, I'm a mm-hmm. night owl. That's why I said what I said. I'm, mm, I'm the gotcha. total opposite. But you can bet I'm like super crazy productive, like right before I go to bed. It's insane. (laughs) I love it. All right. What is the last book that you read? Um, Scaling Up. It is a business textbook on how to be a billion dollar business. Yes. I've seen that. I haven't, Mm -hmm. I don't have it yet, but I need to get it. It looks good. It's it's definitely textbook format. So it's, you know, yeah. <laughs> don't, don't read it before you go to bed. Cause it may put you to sleep if you don't like reading, uh, <laughs> but good I love it. I geek out over it. Good to know. Good to know. All right. What is one thing that you recommend to everybody? So it can be a service you love, a product you use, whatever you want, but something that you feel like everybody has to go buy. Oh my goodness. A oh, one. that's a, that's <laughs> a good question. What should everyone go buy? Um, you know what? I think, okay, I, this is going to be like a really, really odd answer. That's okay. I think what everyone should go do right now is go buy two $10 Starbucks gift cards. And I want you to go pick two people out of your audience right now. And I want you to get on a phone call with them and talk to them for 30 minutes. I want you to record the call. I want you to transcribe the call. I want you to listen to all their challenges, what's annoying them right now, what's their pain points around the result that you help them get. And I want you to give them the $10 Starbucks gift card as a thank you. And um, that transcription will fuel your entire business for the next few months. Oh my gosh. That was such a great answer. Like I would have said like headphones or something like that. Like that was (laughs) such a good answer. Oh my gosh. I love that. It's a weird one. I know, (laughs) but Hey, the weird ones are the best ones. Like, don't get me started. That's that was so good. I love that. I love that, that you're and you're right. That'll definitely like Mm -hmm. fuel your business forward. So I love how business focused that was. That was a great Mm -hmm. answer. Good. Last question. What is the best piece of advice that you have ever been given? Best piece of advice I've ever been given. Oh, I would say. I was really down one time and one of my friends came into the office because um, I'm in an in-person office and we, I have all my goals written on my walls. My team can see it and stuff. And we were not hitting our goals. We were maybe like 10% of our goal. I, it was really rough because of a few things that had happened. And I looked at the wall and she could see that I was disappointed. And she was like, Haley, you are wired for success there's your success is inevitable. She's like, no matter what number ends up this month, you are worthy. You are successful just because you exist. And she's like, but you can do anything you set your mind to. She's like, this isn't over. And I was like, this is such an optimistic way. It's like whenever I get down on myself or whenever, you know, cause it's business, there's ups and there's downs and there's ups and there's downs. It's, it's what it, it's what it is. It comes with the territory and it's way easier to say, 
I am creating a down period right now. Like, oh, I'm creating this emotion that doesn't even need to be here. And as soon as she said that, my thought shifted and I was immediately like, yeah. And what that taught me was I control my emotions. Like I am not a victim to how I'm feeling. Like if I'm feeling overwhelmed, if I'm feeling sad, like, no, I am wired for success and I get to create whatever emotion I want to create. I love it. Oh, Mm -hmm. so good. So, so, so good. And I think ties back into to what we were saying about, you know, just being your own person and running your own business Mm -hmm. and like not worrying about what everybody else is doing. I love it. Exactly. Love it. All right, Haley, tell everybody where they can find you. Cause I know they're definitely going to want yes. to after they hear this. So where are you hanging out? Well, let's be best friends. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, for real, come hang out on Instagram. I am always hanging out on Instagram, seriously. So if you go to at Haley Burkhead, it's H A L E Y. And there's a million different ways to spell Haley. So H A L E Y and then Burkhead B U R K H E A D. So go hang out there. Go DM me. If you are at all interested in either starting a course or membership, site or you already have one built, you're ready to scale fast. Uh, just come DM me and tell me all about your offer. Just DM me recurring profit. That way I know. And, um, I would like to hear what your price point is, what you're thinking, and then what result you want to help students create. And then we can go and deep dive into your offer. And I can tell you if it is scalable to a cold audience. If it's not, I'll tell you exactly what to tweak. And then if it is, um, then I'll share with you like the recurring profit method and, and how we can like actually We'll map out the math behind your 10K month and how soon you can hit it, the timeline, the math, all that broken down. I love having conversations like this. I like literally geek out over it. So if you have a course or membership site in your head right now, DM me on Instagram. Let's chat it up. Yes. And you guys, I mean, Haley's literally pretty much offering free advice here. So like (laughs) you have nothing to lose by DMing her. So get over to Instagram and we will link all of that in the show notes so that you can find it as well so that you can go connect with Haley and get some of her free advice. Yeah. Haley, thank you so much, seriously, just for your time and for being so willing to share something that may sometimes be the unpopular opinion and (laughs) just being so like open and bubbly and passionate. I just, I love it. I think you're so much fun to talk to and I know our listeners are going to love this. So thank you so much for being here with us. Thank you. I'm so glad you invited me. Thank you so much for having me on your show. That's it for this time. Don't forget to head over to the show notes at femalesonfirepodcast.com to grab bonus content from our guests, support the show, or grab your Females on Fire swag. If you loved this episode, give us a quick shout out on Instagram by tagging at femalesonfire. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday for a brand new episode to keep you fired up for those big dreams.